Skunk it. Get out. You know, really well made, well executed. I've not seen it yet, but I really want to see it. Well Sounds made, well executed horror film um, with a lot of social commentary. I know where this is going. Um, <laughs> personal Shopper. Sorry, right now. Right. Kristen Stewart. Best performance of her career. Film that, you know, asks you to question your own beliefs. Okay. In spirituality. Interesting films. Aye. We're not going to talk about those, though. Because no one wants to hear that. We're going to talk about Power Rangers. Saban's Power Rangers. Saban's. Which we just saw. Maybe 20 minutes ago. I mean, it took two hours to watch, but... <laughs> <laughs> it ended about 20 minutes ago. Aye. Because that's what the people want. People what... don't want to hear you talk about films with social commentary. Aye. Unless it's a superhero movie. They don't want to hear you talk about questioning your spirituality. No. Nobody cares. Nobody but was Power Rangers good or bad? That's what people want to know. Danny. What did you think of Power Rangers? <laughs> <laughs> yep. The minute it ended, I turned to you and was like, that was pretty much exactly what I thought it was going to be. More or less, would you say? You yeah, yeah. There was... Um, there are specific stuff that I was a bit surprised by, like not in like, oh, what, what, but it was more like, there was specific stuff that I was like, oh, okay, we're doing it this way. We're doing it this way. Okay. But like overall it was like, yeah. Yeah. So all I was trying to get at there was here on second opinion today, rather than talk about an interest in film. One film that, that, with, you know, debatable topics, with cultural relevance. One that pushes the boundaries. We're going to talk about a very middle-of-the-ground action <laughs> movie. So, buckle up, fasten your seatbelts, put those things down on the roller coaster that you put your head in between. Aye. Stops you falling out. Because, boy, howdy, we're in for a bumpy ride, let me tell you. <laughs> Danny, take us away. Welcome, people of Peopleton. Welcome to Second Opinion Movie Podcast. Um, I'm your host, Danny Jones, and with me, the Rainbow Power Ranger himself, Scott Morrison. Would you say, yeah? I'd say I could encompass all. Aye. I'm like a prism. Actually, all ethnicities. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a prism of <laughs> cultural diversity. Aye. I mean, that's. I guess that's where lot of, a very diverse cast, isn't it? You know, uh-huh. but so is a bag of jelly babies. That's very true. <laughs> Power Rangers, as diverse right. as a bag of jelly. Babies. <laughs> There's your tagline. Yeah, right off the bat. Danny Jones, um, 2017. Yeah, we saw Power Rangers. Aye. Yeah. Um, should we start off with a summary? Uh, I guess you can. Yeah, you can definitely take that one away. I'm usually pretty bad at those. <laughs> right. Okay. So we're in Angel Grove, uh, and we are. Um, we're story around oh, apparently I'm good at this <laughs> I also I'm like trying to think back to what happened saying in the beginning we, we are in these places I'm like I don't know I think it's more engrossing but then I'm not I'm not talking oh, about so you, you're film. like you're pitching uh, it's like a pitching are you imagining yourself yeah, in so, the boardroom pitching so you're you're Saban I'm Saban <laughs> right. right and I'm like Heinz here's your Saban. Power Rangers man right these okay. are your Power Rangers okay so we start off Angel Grove mm-hmm. right we have a group of teenagers hip mind you how hip well, they're, they're multicultural. Okay, that's right? good. Right. Wait, well, hang on. How, how multicultural? How many ethnicities <laughs> we bringing in here? Because uh, Saban's not on board. Unless there's at least five. As many ethnicities as a bag of jelly babies. That's about seven. I like it. Yeah. I'm in. So, they're like, attractive, obviously. Of course. Attractive t- teenagers. Of course, of obviously. course. Because right. this is the MTV generation. I, I, I don't think we are, but the MTV generation well, is thing. Well, you know. We're the millennials. You see these kind of films, you know, Project Almanac. It does remind Blair, me of Project Blair Almanac. Blair Witch, things like that. It's a, all these, they all just look the fucking Aye. same. They're all interchangeable. <laughs> Aye. Well, that's what we're making. We're making attractive people, but they're outcasts. Oh, of course. They're, of course, they're outcasts. Like Emma Stone in every movie set in a high school. <laughs> Because attractive people can be outcasts too. Yeah. We don't want to make it's important to remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's important. If you're attractive, 
You cannot have friends. Yeah. You're welcome to it. (laughs) (laughs) Popularity comes to you naturally. It's okay. It's okay. You don't need to... Yeah. You don't need to divulge is what we're saying. Aye. You're absolutely fine. Indulge is what I meant to say. (laughs) Not divulge. Indulge. So, these attractive um, outcasts and teenagers, Mm -hmm. they uh, all happen to be hanging around this quarry Mm -hmm. or this mine. Uh, when they find some talisman coin things that are multicolored, like a bag of jelly babies. Mm -hmm. I've hoped this episode is called Power Rangers, like a bag of jelly babies. Like a bag of jelly babies. Um, They find out that this gives them superpowers. The ability to break sinks and destroy (laughs) phones. And also the ability to jump long distances very long. Long distances. Across a whole quarry. And full long distances. And live. And live. Because everyone can full long yeah. distances. Never thought of it that way. Uh, and um, then you go, do you meet all of these different Power Ranger uh, iconography from the original yeah. TV show? Obviously, because... Brian we're, Cranston. Uh, Brian Cranston. He's back, but not as the same no, character he played. He, he's, uh, he's back for the, for the fans. And... Um, they have to take on uh, the woman, the Rita. The di- Rita, the director of Pitch Perfect. <laughs> Rita two, two. I think she only directed Pitch Perfect two. That's they, beside the point. They have to take on Pitch Perfect two. That's they have to. They have to beat Pitch Perfect the, two. It's the Power Rangers, the five Power Rangers versus the five girls <laughs> from the Aka. What were they called? Acapella. Um. Ooh. The they were called like the Aka. Who knows the. <laughs> The Power Rangers versus the Akahunals. They were also diverse, like a. They um, were diverse. There was a fat like a bag one of... pitch perfect. <laughs> you wouldn't no think Power Rangers. Aye, you wouldn't think that fat people really existed in these kind of films, but no, they no, do. No. They do. Well, they do. They serve. The, you know, they're the fat funny friend Aye, the of fat. the very attractive. Outfits. We all have one. And if You've you don't know, <laughs> it's you. <laughs> Get a diet. Oh. Stop eating so many diverse I'm jelly trying, babies. I'm trying, man. I'm trying real hard. <laughs> yeah, so they have to defeat Rita as she's trying to find the crystal thing. The crystal. It's the crystal. But how will they do it when they're such diverse outcasts? <laughs> um. Yeah, that's. that's, that's I can enough. I can summarize it. In, in a much quicker way if you want right. Power Rangers Saban's Power Rangers is a reboot of the 2012 movie Chronicle um, for those of you seeing it it's about some normal people some normal teenage boys and gals who get themselves find themselves in a cave underground alien powers now they're flat well they're in Chronicle they're flying around this movie they're jumping around Chronicle they didn't have suits this movie they've got suits so you can see where they took the you know they they knew what to get rid of they knew mm. what to add <laughs> Um, hey, Chronicle is like it's it, it's had an influence. Like, oh, I re- yeah, I remember. Like, was there not a rumor, or maybe Max Landis said it himself? Yeah, I think Max Landis. That Max Landis was asked to write a Power Rangers movie. He wrote a film that was very kind of in keeping with the tone of the old TV show. And then when he handed that to the studios, they were like, well, "What we kind of wanted was Chronicle," so they got rid of him and brought some people in. To do Chronicle. To write Chronicle. But wasn't it two years ago we were sat talking about Fantastic Four, which was also desperately trying uh, to be yeah, Chronicle? Yeah, yeah, It's odd. It's odd. It seemed, it's, there's not been a sequel to Chronicle, but there's been... Spiritual two, sequels. Yeah, there's been two attempts to two kind of recapture um, what made Chronicle work. And, like, Chronicle was successful, obviously, but, like, it's surprising that they've had such a... I guess it's because it's the combination of being a superhero film, but also being really low budget. Yeah. Um, it that, brought like, Dean DeHaan into the Dean DeHaan into the into, and yeah he's he's, he's he, he then went on to be in a superhero film and to be in The Amazing Spider-Man that's 2 that's right yeah so um, Chronicle oh god that's right yeah that film that is now just a weird yeah just sits in this weird place where it sets up a lot of stuff we'll just never get the answers to saying that Sam Raimi's one ends on such a weird tone that you would think that it, it, Sam Raimi's film almost ends on a sort of three the free, yeah, because it ends on like Peter Parker kind of making up, making it up with Mary Jane, but uh-huh. it's like it's quite a downer ending. Mm. Considering, that, I like, remember because 
naturally because I'm sane <laughs> I generally avoid Spider-Man 3 um, Spider-Man 3 has got good moments it's got good moments but good moments don't make a good movie um, but like that the, the third one kind of ends on a bit of a downer so it's kind of it's kind of two big Spider-Man franchises none of them quite yeah, tied up yeah I guess I don't, but at least at least that's more of a personal issue for the characters Aye. whereas Amazing Spider-Man 2 it literally leaves massive plot threads just what do you what, I don't know unsown Aye. Is that how you would say it? <laughs> Aye, that is kind of weird. Um, but yeah, Chronicles, obviously, it's had a big influence. I mean, for the first 40 minutes or so, it it kind of is in parts just a beat-for-beat beat retread of mm. Chronicle, except, you know, there's now... It's not just three guys, there's two girls as well. Um, but, yeah, it was, more, it was more or less the same. It was... I was surprised by how much of this film is so character focused, mm. uh, which is not a bad thing. But um, ne- like in theory, I don't think this film this film misses Max Landis writing it because mm. Cro- Mark Chronicles just amazingly written. It's almost like this idea that that the common misconception of a studio exec who's like, let's just do Chronicle again and not realizing that what made Chronicle was its writing, yeah. not necessarily the premise. Uh-huh. Like a found footage superhero film is a shit idea on mm-hmm. paper, but like with Max Landis writing yeah. it and, and just a good writer and a good director behind it, it became a really, really good film. They make that film work because the dynamic between the three of them Aye. is so good. Um they're so they're all so funny together, hmm. and you really do feel excited by the by how excited they are about discovering their new powers. With this, though, no, you don't feel it. Yeah, they feel very um, engineered hmm. characters. Hmm. They feel the the rebelling against the the modernism uh, iconography of high school. Like the main character is a quarterback who he just didn't want to be a yeah. quarterback anymore, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the 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 main girl she's a, she's a she used to be a cheerleader but she punched someone in the face mm-hmm. and that's not what cheerleaders do no she's an outcast so it's like it's the it's a play on them like yeah and it's um it doesn't it, that that sort of just reaction for reaction's sake doesn't make for compelling characters no not at all yeah um on the plus side the person I was found I did find quite compelling I know exactly who you're RG saying. Uh, what's RG Ah, the Jay, guy sorry. from me and Earl and the Dying Girl. Earl from me, Earl and the Dying Girl. Yeah. Um, RG, oh, it's going to annoy me. Google it. Yeah. Because he's it's worth mentioning him because he's, yeah, uh, he's great. He's good in it. Uh, he's really good in it. Why did you like him? I he was because at first I really was scared they were gonna, they were trying to like recreate a 21st century Urkel, like in the the way he was really geeky and strange, and it was like. Okay, what are you doing here? You you make this really exaggerated character, but in the end, he just became really, just a really compelling heart of the group. Yeah. And the big thing about him that like uh, they introduced really early on is the fact he's autistic. Yeah, the character says it himself. He's like he's on the spectrum, and then they very carefully explain what that means to the children in the audience. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and- it's a RG. Siler. Siler. I think that's how I'm pronouncing it right. C-Y-L-E-R. He's great in Mio and the Dying he's Girl. He's brilliant. He plays such yeah, a different yeah, character yeah. as well in Mio and the yeah. Dying Girl because he's playing the more like... Uh, the well, he's, yeah, he's the not, he's the cool one. Aye. Yeah. Um, whereas this one, he's kind of supposed to be geeky. He plays... Um, and it's interesting because like, uh, it's hard to say on, um, as a sweeping statement, but like, you, if you want these characters that um, re- um, are like could be stand-ins or someone for people that are autistic to relate to, it doesn't. It seems like he does a really good job in this film. Yeah. That's maybe perhaps a sweeping statement, but like he's such a compelling, loving character, mm. and like every time he's awkward, you just kind of like, oh, he's just he's just lovely though. He's um, and he's so excited to be there, and he's um, he like he's played so well um, as a character. He's definitely by far out of all of them the most compelling he didn't yeah. feel like a cookie cutter character he felt he felt like a real person you might actually meet in real life i think that's because they spend the first ch- little chunk of the film building up those two characters that you spend a bit of time with them before the power ranger stuff kicks off whereas uh yellow ranger and black ranger 
they're just in the woods Aye. when stuff kicks off. Like, yeah. you don't know anything about them. They're just kind of dragged along on this little journey. Even when, even when they're all discovering their powers, you see you, the only people you see discovering them are blue, uh, red, and pink. Pink, yeah. The three people that the film kind of focused on in the beginning, and then there's also these two other people hmm. who are kind of there just they, to you, complete. They, they the give five. you, yeah, they give you two really quick, one quick scene for each of them, where oh, they've got complicated relationships with their parents and that but that that's it that's yeah that's that's what you've got to go on yeah mm. whereas you know granted it's it's kind of a it's kind of a cookie cutter character trait but you know you you spend the first little bit of the movie with the jock who lost mm. his chance at fame and you know the the they they on the spectrum guy who's struggling to meet people but then this guy stands up for him and so now they're buddies and yeah i think i think that's maybe why they worked better than Aye. the rest of the group definitely but he's but... also the, the, the RJ Seiler's character he's the one with the most fucking yeah he's the one with the most enthusiasm so you mm. just naturally get attached to him as opposed to the other four who are kind of just stone faced like we've got to be the Power Rangers now and you're like Wait. aye they're more typical because like the Red Ranger he's essentially Captain Kirk he looks exactly like Zac Efron to the point where I kept thinking it was Zac Efron <laughs> <laughs> I was like have we gone back to high school the, the time of high school musical they found a way to <laughs> de-age Zac Efron bring him back and and make him less like a wall yes yeah he's, yeah, yeah. He's a wall instead Brian Cranston's the wall <laughs> 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 Brian Cranston, he's playing one of those. You know those things you get in the fucking gadget shops. Where you put, it's like the the little board of the nails, yeah. and you put your hand in, and oh, it makes the shape of your hand. He's playing one of those. He's playing someone has taken their face and stuck it into it. He's playing Aye. a giant version of one of those. Because that was the the big aesthetic of uh, Man of Steel was that pin art. That was what I was going to say. That that the pin art reminded me a lot of Man of Steel, and also the entire last fight scene reminded me a lot of Man of Steel because it's big explosive battle in a very very small American kind of country town (laughs) like halfway through Man of Steel because they have that battle in Smallville yeah because Angel Grove could could just well as be Smallville Smallville they also both films love to whore themselves out to companies don't they what was it Man of Steel it was fucking um, Applebee's was it was it Applebee's that's how well it worked. And then this They're one, like, Man of Steel had so many. The, like, but Power Rangers, I can't tell if this is hilarious or disgusting. <laughs> the Krispy Kreme. The Krispy Kreme is the actual MacGuffin yeah, of the film. They, yeah, they make the product placement a part of the story. The line, the, one of the Power Rangers says the line, we need to protect the Krispy Kreme. Ooh, oh. <laughs> I... Is yeah. it fun- like the question is? Is it funny or disgusting? Because like you could almost play it to the point where it's hilarious, and it is it funny. Kind of is. I'll but admit one of the one of the better kind of moments in the film is when during all the chaos, uh, what's the villain's name? Um, Rita. Rita. Rita Repulsa. It kind of all goes. You know, it kind of the soundtrack is off cuts out, and she's just kind of slowly going to try <laughs> a donut. And I was like, okay, that's pretty funny, but stop fucking. <laughs> shoving Krispy Kreme down my throat do you know man? what it reminded me of evolution remember the ending of evolution do you remember what defeated the, the aliens the, oh, what was it it was a oh, was it a cream or a shampoo hmm? it was shampoo. a shampoo yeah 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 head and shoulders that was it it was head and shoulders and then they have an advert for head and shoulders yeah the they the have movie. the advert which is like playing up but like I remember because there's the the science scene where they find out the chemical that um uh, defeats the aliens and they're all sat around and it's the science students that aren't very good at science like oh we really struggle in our science class and the scientists are all thinking how will we defeat these aliens with this chemical and they're like oh just use head and shoulders like head and shoulders yeah the chemicals in that yeah. why do you think my hair's so clean and yeah, shiny yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> and they load a fire truck with head and shoulders to defeat the aliens that's what it felt like it felt like uh, very much felt like the ending of evolution yeah because um, that was it was the MacGuffin it was the place they had to protect yeah. like that's where the crystal was that's yeah the crystal's hidden in it's underneath Krispy Kreme isn't it yeah it's underneath yeah. Krispy Kreme um, but it's like the Man of Steel all the stuff is in the background like I'm not the biggest yeah. fan of the film and, like it's like you at least could go well he Matt, Superman just ran for a JCPenney but they're like 
there would yeah, be a JC Penny okay, there. Yeah, there would be, but with uh, this, it's, you're it's, like, they're not, you know, Zod's not fucking hiding out. In, in Applebee's, <laughs> he's not found himself under a McDonald's. Yeah, so. <laughs> um, it's a, it's quite, it was quite amazingly blatant. I think it's, it's one of those how blatant it is. It's, it's fun. It's, it, you should kind of see the funny side in it, but at the same time, it is also about, brings up the thing of you know, so many of these big ma- mainstream Hollywood films are just made for money. And this film doesn't even kind of try to hide the fact no. that it's being made for No, me. it really, really doesn't. Mm. At least in like... Because like another big one for product placement is James Bond. But he... The character is so materialistic that you kind of buy into the product yeah. placement of James Heineken's Bond. not a good beer. <laughs> but my God, if we didn't all have a... We, if we, we didn't all feel like that a Dutch listeners. Yeah. Um, but at least with James Bond, like you get the materialism as part of the character anyway. Like he has a Rolex watch because... He's paid so much, and he's yeah, so classy. He, he would have a yeah. Rolex watch. Um, this is this this is it's bizarre. Mm. It's very bizarre. It's very strange that yeah, it's just odd hearing them all keep referencing Krispy Kreme. Yeah, and protect like, the Krispy like Kreme. Two scenes set in Krispy Kreme before that even becomes a plot point. They're willing to die for Krispy Kreme. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, Speaking of, if Krispy Kreme is in, interested in sponsoring the podcast... Yeah, Krispy Kreme. We could do some yeah. bad feeds for Krispy Kreme. Have yeah. you had a Krispy Kreme? Yeah. So they're the kind of donuts Pretty that get good. brought into work. Yeah. Like, in, in like, any workplace. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you're just a, a box of Krispy Kremes in there. Yeah, they're good. They're good. You get a good, like, maybe an Oreo one. Aye, good selection. Yeah. Aye. Peanut butter. Aye. And a donut. Go get go, donut. You got variety. Let's go get donuts after this. <laughs> the irony is if we don't get Krispy Kreme. Yeah, well, all that money. No we just got a Greg's. Yeah, well, fuck it. They've got donuts. <laughs> they've got everything they need. The 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 kind of tone of the film is it's strange. It's interesting. The first the first kind of joke. The first well, so obviously oh. you get you get the first you get the initial scene. Yeah. Of Brian Cranston, he crashes and he's burying the thing. You get your nice wee bit of setup. But you get then your the first character. scene after that is your introduction to the main character. The first. character it says is a joke about wanking off a cow awful that's the tone when that happened I was like I'm gonna hate this I (laughs) I know I I very much thought that it was a very much a that's the introduction of the character and you're like is this the humour or yeah this this is it two minutes in wank and they they don't they don't it's not like a passing comment you maybe could have got away with it it was like oh she should she should be fine I just milked her it's like what do you mean it's a male done joke done you maybe maybe, it would have been awful it It would have been awful but at least you could have moved on no they don't moved on moved (laughs) on Uh, but no they go to a cut to of the Red Ranger checking under the cow and you're like is this all really necessary? Can we move on? This joke is not... Fu- like, this joke is too much. Especially yeah. for Power Rangers. Yeah. Um. Then the other bit that you laughed at very loudly, that no one else on the screen did, which I thought was funny too, but I just kind of kept on her eyes. So when she, the girl goes into the bathroom to meet her two friends, and the friends burst out of the cubicle. And then it she wasn't goes, a joke though. No, no, no. And then she oh. goes, oh, like, I was in here like, where are they? And then they start having their conversation. And you, we both kind of laughed at like, what is that like? <laughs> there was oh my like, God, like, I, I was like, where are they? <laughs> it was, I can tell that it was like trying to make it natural, but like didn't work it, at all. It stuck out. Yeah. It was such a weird line. It was, it, and it seems like such a small thing and it's kind of a nitpicky thing, but like it was, it was such, it stuck out so much, this yeah, line of her going really into the bathroom to meet yeah. her friends. And then like she, they, they burst out the sword and she's like, oh, I was like, I was like, where are they? It almost seems like a duff line. Like it seems Aye. like a line that she was like, oh, af- right after that, she was like, oh, actually, can we fucking can we cut that? Can and we do try it again? Head? Yeah, yeah. But that they were was... like, no, it sounds natural. We're going for. That. Would you watch a mumble core version of Power Rangers, Danny? <laughs> Would you watch the Power Rangers all set suited up, talking about the existentialness of life and things like that, while drinking very, very expensive hipster beer <laughs> and eating Krispy Kremes and eating Krispy Kremes because they got to response yeah um yeah it's a very unnatural line mm, mm. and then uh, but that, so in terms of tone the tone of the film like it's start like for the 
because for the majority of it, you don't see any of the uh, like very you see very little of the iconography of Power Rangers, mm. which for is a what very long time, which is yeah. what surprised me. And I know I realize now that they were going for Chronicle, but like you good hour into the film very long before you i think it's longer than an hour i might it's probably longer because you see them fully suited up right before the final battle and the final battle i'd say is maybe half an hour yeah so you get a glimpse you get a wee glimpse when uh rj sailors our man yeah our our boy our boy he um you get a kind of glimpse when he manages to morph Hmm. but then it goes away and then you don't see it again for a really long time like they I, I kind of thought, like, I couldn't understand why they were, like, look, look, mate, we're here. You've got us. We're in watching Power Rangers. At least give us the Power Rangers. <laughs> like, stop fucking hiding it away as if, it's not Jaws. Aye. It's, you know, it's not a shark. There's not, there doesn't need to be a reveal. We know what the Power Rangers look like. You even see them in the opening scene. Mm. So we know what they look like. I didn't understand why they were so reluctant. To let us see them. Because I thought what would kind of happen is, it's like, okay, they'd have the training montage, then they'd get the morphin, then they'd fight her, hmm. they'd get their asses kicked. Which they do, but it's all out, out, of, out costume. of costume. Which is really bizarre. And then at the end they realise, we've got to be in our costume to save the day. It's like, yeah, no shit. Because <laughs> 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 right up until that point, they're rangers. And then they get their power. Their powers, and then they're power rangers. Power rangers. It's... It's, it, it's like, a bizarre... Cho- and I guess it's like... it's Maybe it's what you were... It, what am I trying to say? Maybe it's what you were trying to get at where it's it's a more... It's trying really hard to be a character-focused thing. Hmm, so they is. want to stick with that. But... It just seems odd that you would be so reluctant to show the Power Rangers in a movie called Power Rangers. Hmm. Is it... Yeah, it makes it for a very strange... Um, experience because they um, i i became very aware at one point it was like we're not we this doesn't feel like power rangers yeah. and as i say like chronicle makes sense and even a little bit of trust josh drank's fantastic four felt mm-hmm. in it because you're like they're almost like but like it's because the fantastic four's big problem is that they were embarrassed to, to be a fantastic four film yeah they're like oh we can't call them the fantastic four because yeah. that would be silly but like when they get to become power rangers they embrace it yeah they embrace they it. even they play they, the theme song they go yeah. go go power rangers which i thought was really bold that for was what probably they were the to do. only moment that really made me smile uh, i'm not nostalgic for power rangers in the fucking slightest i couldn't give a sh- i could not give a shit but that was the one bit where I was like, okay, cool. I'm, they, I'm they on board. But then they, they kind of have it for that moment. Hmm. And then it goes away again. And then it just goes... It, not Obviously, the final battle is still very colourful, very exciting. Aye. But it is just... It's a lot of things flying around and craziness, Man of Steel style. But for that brief moment, you're like, this could have been the movie. Hmm. This could... And this would have been so much more fun Aye. than what we got because yeah because that's when the tone goes from like because like, they can get really dark at some point did there was a a very small moment so one of the characters our boy our boy he he is killed yeah. by Rita and then obviously Brian Cranston his character he manages to bring him back to life Aye. I, I was sitting there and I was like, okay, cool. They'll, something will happen. Yeah, they'll, they'll bring find a back. way to bring him back to life. As much as they're all saying, he's dead, we can't bring him back. Something will happen. For a, just the yeah. tiniest moment, I was like, or maybe, maybe they're going to be bold. And maybe to really show that Rita's not fucking around, gonna they're going to kill one of the Power Rangers. It's a damn shame it's going to be the the, 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 what, the the most enjoyable character. <laughs> but m- maybe, just maybe, and then they botched it. <laughs> yeah, it was a really strange moment because, like, they they're bringing him up and they're like, "Come on, come on, uh, Billy, Billy, come on, come on, Billy!" And you're like, "He's dead, and Billy's and you're dead." Like, nah, he's gonna cough up the water. He's gonna come back to life, and he's like, "Oh, what a miss!" Oh, but they guys. hold it for a long time. Yeah, they yeah. hold it for a long time, and then they play uh, a fucking "Stand by Stand Me" by cover, me cover yeah. which I actually quite liked. The cover, yeah, it, was it, was, it was quite a really cool, emotive um, cover. Um, and then they were carrying the their friend's dead body back to the spaceship, and you're like, "Oh, this got yeah." Oh, is this fucking hell, guys? It's a Power Rangers film. Yeah. Fuck, like, are you? 
you wow also i really like that character don't do it to that character that's that was my thing i I kept thinking was i would love if it was bold enough to look to actually kill somebody off to show the true power of Hmm. the villain but i really wish it wasn't this character (laughs) um it would be yeah it would be really really interesting if they did that they didn't they in, in their small defense in terms of bringing him back they have set up how and there is like there is almost a like a small purpose to it from Brian Cranston's character, uh, Zordon. I think Zordon. <laughs> he he is trying to use the. He's a bit of a dick in the film, actually. Which from from the from the show, I don't remember ever being a dick. He was always supposed to be the wise Obi Wan Kenobi mentor. Mm. Um, but like he's trying to use the Power Rangers morphing ability to come back to life. Um, when he realizes that like these Power Rangers are good at being power rangers mm. he decides not to come back to life himself he decides to bring back billy and the blue power ranger and i was like okay you've you've made a point to it but like it's still it's still bringing someone back mm. from the dead which is cheap in these yeah. films but it was it was obvious they were going to do it yeah but there was a moment they wouldn't says, kill the, at the same time they wouldn't they wouldn't kill one of the major characters in the first movie no especially not to get racial, but especially the black one. They're going for diversity here. Uh, you know, the big cliche is that the big the big cliche is that the black guy dies first. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was a really weird moment. Mm. Um, maybe the film, like as I say, it was it was maybe too dark for a Power Rangers film. I don't know. Unless, I think I think you need unless they. I went mean, you for need it. you need you, you know you need some of that heft hmm. because up until that point, I was like, okay, fucking. Like, what's the point in Rhea? She's just this weird, jokey gal jumping about, being like, eating gold. It's weird. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I need something to show that she's means business. And then that, that scene did kind of, I was like, okay, she's willing to just fucking outright kill them or kill one of them, which was a weird decision. Just kill all of them. They're all tied up. Just be done with it. And then go to Krispy Kreme. <laughs> <laughs> no one will stop you. Yeah, it's got... The tone that, as you say, the tone uh, with the death and the but that the, there's a moment where one of the Power Rangers dies, but there's a moment where they fully embrace it and go 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 Power Rangers. There's a moment where they're playing Power by Kanye West. To head. What was that all about? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> because because the I don't know if you know this, Danny, but the oh. movie's got the word Power in it, <laughs> and that Kanye West song is called. All right, what's it called? I think it's called Power. Oh, Power. So it would make sense. That you would play a song called Power in a movie called Power Rangers. See what they were going for, Danny. Because no one man can have all that no power. power. So we'll give it to five of five them. Five of them? Yeah. Yeah. So at the end... Kanye West, he was really writing about Power Rangers when he wrote that that's, song. That's it. He he was ahead of his time. I ah, just didn't Say know. Say about Kanye West. <laughs> Bo- boys, boys ahead of his time. <laughs> Um, I hate Kanye West. Anyway, that's a podcast for another day. Um, then they turn into the Megazord at the end. Because mm. they have the dinosaur robots. Yeah. They're all running about. And then at the end, they all come together right now over me. <laughs> you see that Justin Lee trailer, I? <laughs> I did see it. What are they hiding? Um, <laughs> what is the shit? Um which was pretty cool. I did like that a lot. Um, and then they... Something that I thought was interesting. They step on a Bumblebee car from Power Rangers and throw it away. And he says, sorry, Bumblebee. And I was like, did, were fucking shots just fire? <laughs> did Power Rangers just claim to be better than the Transformers movie? Because It is, but that's not <laughs> yeah, saying yeah. a lot. It's not saying a lot. But like... It's weird because, like, it's almost the it's almost this generation's because um, it's our generation's Transformers in a way because hmm. it's a it's a big live action adaption. Well, let's live, say live action, action adaption. Live action adaption. It doesn't even make sense with Power Rangers because that was live action. But it's like it's a big adaption of like a heavily commercialized hmm. kids thing that we grew up on. Um, you like didn't uh, watch it as much, and I yeah, don't uh, like. I watched it a lot as a kid, but don't have much nostalgia for it anymore. Um, but like, it's for most people our age, Power Rangers is something that that 
that you it yeah. can identify with and that you like iconography that you can recognize from when you were smaller um so it's kind of interesting that that shot because it's like because that's what the film is mm. like it's 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 transformers all over again mm. it's making money that way yeah it was a bizarre joke is it yeah they attacking transformers how did you feel about the megazord i it's fine yeah. what 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 so two of them control the arms two of them control the legs what's the head doing he's the leader in yeah, the original what... in the original power rangers um their zords all come together and then they all right now. The... <laughs> um they all come together <laughs> Hashtag. I want to start a hashtag <laughs> for the Justice League trailer called hashtag what are they hiding? Um, but like uh, they they in the um, oh fuck in the original TV series they uh, the Zords connect and they uh, meet in the head in a mm. big control room all together. Yeah. Uh, so it's not like I thought that was a more interesting version of the Megazord is to have one. Um, one mm. leg um, because then you have to um, work together which is pretty much what yeah. the film's about, about it's about work. teamwork so about it makes sense working together with people you don't know it's like being put in a group project where the teacher picks the group or a, a group building exercise yeah, yeah. That's what <laughs> save the, the about. world embrace it save the world work together put all your weird differences aside please stand by me please stand by me eat a crispy donut Eat your, eat your, eat your Krispy Kremes. <laughs> um, but like in the original, as I say, they all meet in like a almost a Star Trek fashion because they're all like in the and they're all going oh, do, do, do a flipping switch, but they they're all in the same place. Um, so I don't know. In, in conclusion, I don't know what the head's doing. Head button. Yeah, and then yeah. Um, in terms of the way it's shot, I actually thought the the kind of last f- sequence. There were moments of it that felt like the original show. Yeah. A lot of very quick zoom-ins to things. A lot of, like, the cameras darting from one character to the next. It's all kind of a bit shaky and a bit crazy. Um, the villains, like, uh, you know, the fight, the final fight, take, well, until they move to the town, takes place in a quarry on just a flat stretch yeah, of land, quarry. which Power Rangers was kind of famous for, yeah. The quarry, um, yeah. So I thought at times the way it was shot, was like relatively interesting well not interesting but it captured that tone hmm. well tone, I didn't the way the, you know it captured the, the way it was shot the idea well. aesthetic um, um, I thought I had a couple of kind of good mo- I thought the the one the, the take in the car at the beginning when he's driving away and the camera's ca- I mean you can blatantly see where the edits are yeah it's very obvious but you know they kind of make it look like one big take of him driving the car that was kind of interesting although he doesn't seem to be driving that fast does he I didn't think he was driving that fast at all maybe and then he swerves out of the way of the lot the lorry really slowly and then hits the car head on but then he does like a crazy flip <laughs> and like skirts her along the ground on the like on the roof and I just watched and I was like I don't feel he was going that fast that's a nitpick I'll give you that but it just didn't feel like he was going particularly fast fair enough I'm trying to recall how fast he I thought he was going but I don't know he seemed under control as a man who you know you you speed racer I'm I'm sitting my driving test soon (laughs) I could tell you boy he was not going fast fair enough Um, but yeah outside of that I don't think there's anything there's not anything particularly interesting about the way it's shot it's all kind of Shot the way most mainstream movies are. Shot for functionality, you know. The the people going to see Power Rangers aren't aren't particularly interested in that kind of thing. I can imagine. So no uh, special effects. Would you get them? Special effects were fine. Yeah, I I liked them. I thought you know some of the rock monsters and stuff looked they looked very ridiculous mm. and they kind of stuck out. But again, I felt like it was keeping in tone with the original show. Where nothing looked quite right. Obviously, it was just a bunch of people in silly costumes and stuff. Aye. What did you think of Bill Hader as the robot? You know, it's. He's... I guess because like um, in in preparation for this, I watched um, the original nineteen ninety five Mighty Morphin's Power Rangers film. Was it good? Mm. 
it's Power Rangers. Like, it's exactly what you... Like, I would kind of watch back and I was like, this is kind of exactly what Power Rangers was. As a kid, it was awesome. For now, it's like, it's corny. It's got a charm to it because it's corny. But, like, yeah. it's... Uh, it's what it is. It's kind of exactly what it is. Um, and Alpha is a character who is of an noxious character. Going, aye, 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 aye. And so it's very strange, like, well, they want to do that. And, like, they, they like, kind of almost, it's just strange because they almost just disregard it. Like, they just go, this is the character now. Which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but it was just interesting from a adaption point of view. Like, one of probably the most, like, one of the um, iconic parts of it, like, in terms of characters, considering that who remembers what the original teenagers were from the yeah. Power Rangers. You kind of remember them from their suits. And Can one of them kill a guy? Actor-wise, the original Power Yeah, that does sound familiar. One of the murder a guy. That does sound familiar. Mm, that's a story for Google. <laughs> Type that one in later. Um, perhaps. I think, if I recall, one of them was gay, and they got bullied about it on set. Mm, that's a shame. Now, lesbian character. Openly, well, she's not open about it. She's open about it to the main characters. Aye. Aye. Just when you thought they weren't diverse enough, boom, they throw a lesbian at you. <laughs> <laughs> Always throwing lesbians at you. That's Saban's Power Rangers. That's uh, that's the Megazord's new power. Fires them out of a cannon. <laughs> <laughs> Nonsense. <laughs> um, amazing. Yeah, so Alpha, he, yeah, he's, he's a character that had to be adapted in some way. They had to change him in some way. They just went complete. They went Bill Hader. They basically said, Bill Hader, do your thing and yeah. be be a sarcastic robot. And um, in, he says, aye, 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 but he says it sarcastically. Aye, 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 aye. Yeah. Aye, um, aye it's just like, uh, it's, it's, it's interesting for a film that's like, is willing to embrace some aspects of Power Rangers and not. It's just interesting to see like, which bits are the bits they all mm, want they to fully stick embrace. with. And, yeah. Um, because they make Zordon, they make him a dick in this, which is yeah. bizarre. Because as I said, as I said earlier, because he's like he's not as much. Uh, he's supposed to be just a wise character, uh, and they make him he's a, he's selfishly using the Power Rangers mm. and Alpha sarcastic. That bit um, is almost a very cynical take of Power Rangers, which you'd think something like the Josh Trank Fantastic Four would do, because yeah. they're like, no, we don't want to be a Fantastic <clears throat> Four film. We <clears throat> just want to pretend we're Fantastic Four. Um, that would almost that's it's almost the, just notable that that part of the film the bit with Alpha and um, the head Brian Cranston um, is like the cynical version whereas the rest fully embraces it and is ready to go into a quarry at a moment's notice yeah yeah I don't give you that I think maybe it's the, the whole cynical nature of it is more that I mean it is, it is obviously they are going for you know the angsty version of Power Rangers hmm. so you know you need you need the mentor to be a bit. It's like fucking Uncle Uncle What's His Face, Clark Uncle Kent, telling Superman to let people on buses die. You know, packing. It's that again. He's bringing in mentor conflicts. <laughs> Aye. Aye. I, I thought Bill Hader was fine. I thought he was going to be kind of the weird comic relief character. He's not really in it enough. So. Aye. Did you know Bill Hader also did voice work for BB-8? Did he? Oh, I actually did know that. I fucking fact for you, mate. What? You can take that one to the bank, cash it in. They won't accept it because <laughs> they don't accept niche Star Wars facts. But if they did, if oh boy, I'd be loaded. <laughs> no, I wouldn't be. I don't know. Um, what do you think of Brian Cranston? He's fine. He's uh, a floating head. Yeah, <laughs> nothing to say about him. I was surprised. I didn't know he was in it. I I was aware he was in it because like um. I was I was surprised at the beginning when they're like this white alien is going across and then suddenly you you start getting a close up and you're like, that's hey, right. is, is that Brian Cranston? That's, yeah, that's Walter. <laughs> um, that's the one who knows. Because obviously he's in it for because as a reference to the original. Because yeah. that's why um, Blue's character's called Billy Cranston. He's named mm. after Brian Cranston, um, which is also banks don't accept. Who wasn't the world's greatest actor back when he was in Power Rangers? It wasn't until he did Breaking Bad that he. Ah, that's <laughs> when he was. Was, was that probably his Malcolm in the Middle days? I guess so. Nineties, uh, yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, he's fine. Um, ah, he's he, again. He's sort of not in it the most amount. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. So here's the question for you. I'm ready. I'm Whoa. still buckled in from earlier. So <laughs> that's a seatbelt snoring. Yeah. 
Good sound effect. <laughs> Thanks. Could you tell it was not a seatbelt? <laughs> Could you tell it was me? Um, would you have rather seen uh, where the famous 15-minute fan film would have gone with a full, uh, full-length uh, adaption rather than this? Can I admit something to you, Danny? Yeah. I never watched it. Uh, <laughs> I should have got you to watch it before this. I'm sorry. I, um, I totally forgot about it. Um. Yes. Uh, so the director of a film I really, I really like called Detention. Um. Not. It's not the Detention. Most... I've. Yeah. You showed me that. Uh. It's a mental, mental film. It's like if you think Scott Pilgrim's like got so much kinetic energy, Detention fucking yeah. pull, pulverates it with kinetic energy. Um. But I, I really like it. Um. I think it's worth a watch. Um. He directed a 15-minute fan film of the Power Rangers. Uh, it's was very it like exploded when it came online. It was taken down by the people maybe because they want the the company wanted to do a Power Rangers film. So yeah. like, no, go the go away. This one, uh, it was just sort of an example of what you could do with it. Um, it's a I watched it the other day just to remind me as a like as coming up for Power Rangers film. It's very it's very gritty. It's an mm-hmm. like an R rated Power Rangers film, which I thought was really bizarre. Uh, I as a, as a thing on its own, it's very strange because like it's this story that's going on, and it's it's something to do with a powering like one of the Power Rangers of their own are coming along to defeat all the and kill all the other Power Rangers, and all the other Power Rangers are getting outright killed, and it's like what happened to them after the show. Um, they carried on, and then they got some of them got addicted to alcohol, and some of them couldn't get over the adrenaline of fighting, so they slept with multiple women at once. Yeah. Um, it's very, very strange. Uh, and it's very, it's got quite a lot of gore and stuff in it. Um, it's couldn't pass because they everyone was like, "We want to see this yeah. as a Power Rangers film." The, the yeah, reality of it, you would, it would have never got an R-rated Power Rangers film. The studios film. would never, yeah. Yeah, no one would ever, like, fucking Wolverine R-rated would have been a daydream, yeah. like, um, not that long ago. Uh, but then, Wolverine works for an R-rating because he's a scary man with claws, he's tearing people apart. Like, Power Rangers are silly people... In costumes fighting aliens. Aye, but like any anything like that, R-rated um, films were reserved for um, um, raunchy comedies and Mel Gibson making Bible films. Yeah. Like that's what R-rated films are for. <sighs> you seen that fucking movie? <laughs> Shit's more gory than Saw. It's insane. Yeah, that's like yeah, that was the highest grossing R-rated film at that Just time. Was watching Passion a man get the shit kicked out of him for two and a half hours. Wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> it's not a pleasant watch. <laughs> Read the book. <laughs> <laughs> the source material is much better. A <laughs> lot more optimistic. Um, yeah, like, uh, it just, it's um, really, really, so like, even on that on that level, it wouldn't work. Uh, it was bizarre because it, like, it's almost a, a deconstruction of Power Rangers where it's like, we were teenagers fighting a war that we had nothing to do and we were forced to fight it. And like, it's mm. supposed to play up on the fact that why are they getting teenagers according to the opening credits of Power Rangers, with attitude to fight the wars. <laughs> um, so, like, it's a it's a very... It's too short for you to judge anything by it, but, like, it, it looks cool, um, but, like, uh, this would have been a better conversation if, if I realized you hadn't it, seen I it. I apologize. Um, Worst that, that's, that's not That's not your fault. I should have checked That before. may have something to do with the fact that I don't as I've said, I don't care about Power Rangers. So when I saw it, yeah. I was like, I'll watch that at some point and then eventually Did. it just disappeared from the the kind of public conscience. <laughs> I, it's, um, I I wasn't the biggest fan of it. I must admit, I'll go out there and say I wasn't, like, it was, a, it was You're okay. You're not a gore boy, though. You're not a fan of it. Uh, I don't, I don't, it wasn't because of the gore, though. It was. Yeah, more... no, I get it. It's, it's, you might as well not be making a Power Rangers movie uh, at that point, I guess. Yeah. Um, people would like to see that. I was like, hmm. Not that what we got was necessarily better, but like, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, another thing to talk. That was just a a diversion. On I apologize. Sorry, everyone at home. Fucking worst. What a bad host I am. Scumbag. Bad co-host. I I <clears throat> I'm depromoting you from Rainbow Power Rangers. Well, you if you depromote me, it's just you talking into a fucking. <laughs> 
microphone no, by you're yourself. you're still a host, but you're not a Rainbow Power Ranger host. Oh, I'd like to see you run this without me. <laughs> like, who's going to edit it, Danny? Who's going to fucking oh. edit it? Um, yeah, I think we could start start wrapping up there. Right. So in summary, it's fine, Ugh. but who cares? <laughs> um, as, as a comparison, it's bizarre from the point of view of the original show. I rewatched a few episodes the other day, and um, it is just kind of it's just so what it is like yeah. it's so it's so cheesy and corny but that's like it's almost just entirely made for a kid show you have so many so much this big expectation for all these uh, kid shows to also appeal to adults as well like Spongebob Squarepants you can be an adult and watch that and still mm-hmm. find it funny and stuff like that but it's very much exclusively for a kid show it's uh, like it's for kids who don't even care about the mythology I didn't I don't like I barely remembered any of it I came back watching it and I was like what's this what wow what was all these character interactions between the big <laughs> fights um it's I would say it was it would be quite a hard thing to adapt um if it weren't for that you could probably just go anywhere with it yeah like as long as you got the iconography because as on the film almost comes out as like a an extended version of the episode where the episode formula was all um the the teenagers have some sort of personal thing they're talking about and uh they had the bad guy sends a random bad guy monster of the week down and they have to fight ninjas on a quarry then they have to fight the bad guy but then the bad guy turns big and then they have to put the zords together to make a mega mm. to fight the bad guy this almost worked as like a just a longer version yeah. of that with the personal part of it like stretched out the stretched out to about an hour and a half yeah um so like it as adaption goes it's like yeah maybe it's too worried about its own mythology considering Power Rangers isn't really remembered for its mythology it's Uh not like could you even like in even Transformers you could name the planet they came from like Power Rangers like the first episode they don't tell you where the what the Power Rangers what the actual Power Rangers is like the um i don't know i've not watched um or remember much of the show but like i don't remember if the power rangers fought their planet the original fought their planet on earth and then the teenagers got it 65 million years later yeah it's not really it was never even as a kid it was never a thing that mattered so maybe they were less felt less restricted by it mm-hmm. and just like here's a bunch of teenagers you get here's some here's some powers for you guys in the first fucking episode what happens is zordon like teleports five teenagers just in and goes here now your power rangers really? go out yeah it's like <laughs> <laughs> and they get teleported in and then they're like here's one your- of them was in the shower they're like oh my god <laughs> no i think they were having the karate class of course because <laughs> the red power ranger in the original is a karate instructor i believe or i recall um like uh yeah they get they get teleported and here's your morphing ability put it above your head and say i'll be a power ranger now please and i go well this guy this guy who teleported in here is a big head with a small robot he's talking <laughs> nonsense about the morphing let's leave here and blah believe him and they go outside and like oh my god we're being attacked by these people and our normal karate skills won't do uh oh, why don't we try what that head guy said oh my god we're the power rangers oh. and they knew exactly what to say what the actual were the suits in the original show? Did they have to put the suits on? Those weren't like, you know, how in this movie they just kind of form around them. Well, it's the because it's all Japanese because um, it's based on Japanese culture. It's that sort of anime style where putting on the suit is a thing. Like it's a thing that triggers a sequence, and that yeah. sequence is like a, a, a weird background. Sequence. I believe in the um, the episode I watched the other day, they're in the middle of this quarry. And uh, they put their morphing suit up, and suddenly they're in the middle of the city with the suit jumping onto them oh. because they're using footage from a different. I thought you were going to say like they're in a quarry, and then they have to change in their suit. So one of them like is holding a towel over the door of the car, <laughs> and like it's kind of awkwardly changing. It's taking a really long time. Meanwhile, big monsters in the background. They're like, "Hurry up!" <laughs> I'm trying to think. It's like um, I'm trying to think of a famous anime that does it. Um, even like a. It's when, like in the classic anime, when they have to change from one B into the second, they go through this big sequence, yeah. and all the colors come up and flash and flash and. Pfft. Like Sailor Moon is a bit known for that. Um, 
not something I've ever really watched, but yeah. I know it's very like it happens to be known for that, and quite a few sort of um, Japanese anime f- um, stuff does that sort of stuff. Um, whereas this one, I kind of just um, stretches around them, just sort of yeah. magics on them. Um, so yeah, like um, that that's that was just my thought. I just thought there were sometimes where there it just seemed they were maybe too clinging on to whatever mythology they are. Because that's what would have what shown when it came to the post credit sequence, which we stayed a little bit for the what to watch. Yeah. Because Power Rangers doesn't have the most amount of mythology, even though it's fucking it's a TV series that's still going. I think it's it's just that thing of like it's a fucking even back then it was such just a we'll take elements of this Japanese show we'll kind of dub that over and then we'll film some shit in America hmm. to make it all kind of tie in and that'll be fu- like there's no the mythology and stuff too because it was a fucking cash grab to begin with so uh, like it was an easy thing it was, to make it, they were making it up as they went along yeah um, but like the, we, wa- we watched ooh, whoa. we watched a an episode second opinion exclusive a while ago we watched an episode a while ago and it was that they get locked inside the Megazord on Christmas and they want to get home for Christmas. Hmm. So the whole thing is like, they're all in the Megazord and they're all still in their suits and they're all talking about how they want to get home for Christmas. I don't think, when they shot that in Japan, I don't think that's what they're talking about. <laughs> they're not talking about getting home for Christmas, you know what I mean? Like, silly. Aye, it's... um, Just take up. they just, yeah, it's just taking a bunch of fucking footage that's already been shot and just like yeah just hmm. converting it to something easy so rather like, than having to go out and spend money on something if it was basically nothing to begin with it feels like you could just build on that and just made your own mythology because um because as i say the uh the post-credit sequence um is almost the it kind of reminds me of the ghostbusters reboot post-credit sequence yeah where like they're really clinging on to whatever yeah. iconography it has and they're like Oh, who who's this Zulu Zulu yeah. guy? Um, whereas this one's like, and now we'll reference. There's gonna be the Green Power Ranger because it's one of the own the one of the most famous stories, and it's probably the famous story because it's probably one of the limitedly remembered one that wasn't a monster of the week. Was that the Power Rangers had to fight the Green Power Ranger because he was an evil Power Ranger, uh-huh. but they managed to, to convert him to their way to being a good Power Ranger, and then he joined the Power Rangers. That's like one of the um. What if, like one of the only famous stories from yeah. them um so like obviously when it came to a post-credit sequence it's like well what else are you gonna tease you got you got nothing else to tease the only thing i got from that post-credit sequence was that they tried to do a weird ferris bueller reference which deadpool did last year yeah <laughs> everybody's referencing ferris bueller it's strange film to reference maybe yeah. it's because it invented like they didn't invent the post-credit scene but it was famously put in post-credit you're scene. still here yeah um yeah, I'll fucking I'll see the sequel. Why not? All uh, in all, like, I really didn't want to see this, and because I thought it would just be a horrible mess of a cash grab. Which it's a cash grab. But it's not a mess. It's I, pretty yeah. well constructed. You got to give them props for trying Someone... really hard to make it about characters, and they managed to keep all the, all the characters are quite consistent. Nobody really does anything that's too out of character. Everything kind of works. The end fight sequence is really fun. I liked it a lot. It was good to watch. Uh, they were they were someone was trying to do something in this film, yeah. and you can tell that. As someone who doesn't give a fuck about Power Rangers, I was entertained for the most part. Aye. So well done, everyone involved. Good. Give your a buddy. Give him a round of applause. Well done, everyone. Well done, everyone. <laughs> Saban. Morphin time. Well done. It's mo- we're gonna morph on out of here. Doesn't make sense. What? <coughs> so, uh, yeah, Danny, where can people, if if anyone's listening, where can they get in touch? Are you out there? <laughs> Is this thing on? In the great beyond. If you want to get in touch, um, we have a Twitter and a Facebook. Uh, they are both at Second Opinion Pod. Uh, that's second with a two. You, you can yeah. just let us know what you thought about Power um, Rangers or don't. We have a YouTube channel with a John Wick two semi review. Yeah, we took the we took a segment where we talked about John Wick two and just kind of turned it into a very easily digestible I, <laughs> video. Um, we're I'm like probably going to do a few more of them yeah. soon. Um, just try and use but, like video clips. Next 
time. I'll try. Not to critique. No, live I live on the show. My 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 problem with video clips is fucking YouTube sense like copyright thing. Yeah, I'm like too afraid for everything I do to be taken. Like I don't want to have to. Like I, you see so many YouTubers talking about uh, how they have to face like this all this copyright shite. Um, shite. Uh, it's the most Scottish thing you've sounded on this show. <laughs> it's like, uh, what's it? Uh, I hate everything. Channel. Um, yeah, he's always been getting shit pulled taken down. down and, yeah. um, like so just faff just so much yeah, faff. faff nobody pulls down picture ones uh, that's true so well, like video that's my only problem with well, video Smith's ones not like, it's like they used my image <laughs> those two find them and get rid of them <laughs> so like that's my that's yeah but uh maybe i'll give it a go if i can be bothered to fight in the system the system needs four sometimes you need this the crispy cream system needs four that's it um right everybody eat Enjoy your Krispy Kreme. <laughs> do they do Krispy Kreme M&M's? They must do M&M Krispy Kreme. They must do. M&M's are a staple of any donut. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fantastic one. That's it, done. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> EJK Simmons, everyone. Bye.